0: <laughs> you miss the days, stranger? Don't you miss the days? Don't you miss the danger? We don't we do don't the same drugs no more. We don't do the we don't do the same drugs. the same drugs no more. Dangers, we don't do the same drugs no more. The we don't, don't do we don't the we don't do same do drugs. Do the same. Changes, zag, get like a good unique podcast intro something like someone tunes in and like g'day mate welcome to the sober mess podcast that's it i sound feckin that was a terrible accent sound like feckin one of the seals out finding nemo actually that's one of the things i wanted to talk about i was a uh, i stumbled across the absolute wisdom in uh, disney films i don't know if anyone's ever noticed this But the wisdom that comes out of Disney films. What was I watching the other day? Kung Fu Panda. And uh, he's a little turtle and I think it's like the sensei. And he says something like so much wisdom. What did he say? Yesterday's history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. And that's why we call it the present. And that's all we have. It's the fucking present. But uh, yeah there's so much wisdom in Disney films. Even... um, a him matata don't worry. Everything will be grand, you know. Or the little monkey and the Lion King. Uh, what does he say uh, about the past? You can either run from it or you can learn from it. But it's inevitably, you're gonna do bits of pain, you know. Yeah, Disney, Jesus, Disney is fucking on the ball, like big time. Stop going to church and start watching Disney for <laughs> I'm starting and Disney, but um yeah It's mad, it's just sometimes you just have to have your eyes open and you, you see all the wisdom that's out there, you know. So, how's everyone getting on? What is the crack? How's everyone doing? Um, hope everyone's having a lovely, gentle day. And uh, I'm currently coming to you live from County Mayo oh, down the west, down the west of Ireland, and um, came down here on a camping trip. So, last the other day oh yeah i was having a look at my goals list and two of my september goals well i have a few but two of my big ones was the cycle of 150 kilometers and also camp in Ackle. i have like a little fitness goals list um that i made well a part of them i have like a personal goals self improvement goals list and a fitness goals list all together and I made this back in marches I think I shared about it before, you know, Got remember getting home from uh, traveling and just hit an absolute banana in terms of my mental health, you know, and um, needed a bit of direction, you know, needed a bit of direction, wasn't in a great place. And someone recommended writing a goals list. So I wrote a goals list, and uh, one of the things I wanted to do long term was do an Ironman. Um, and an Ironman consists of a full marathon, just 40.41.2 kilometers, um, a 150 kilometer cycle, and also a, a kilometer and a half, 1500 uh, meter swim. So, I was like, right, that is my long term aim um, someday to achieve an Ironman. Um, but in order for me to get there, I need to make little steps and little goals. So, one of the goals I set. Uh, then was to run 10k, and at the time it was a I used to run, I used to box, and I used to run. Then, but I didn't run in a long time, so I started just setting out little goals. First of all it was 5k, got the first one we barely got 4k. Second time we done it, I got five, and it was grand. We set for 10k, went out for a run, got 7k, went out again, got eight, went out again, I got 10 grand. So then I kept practicing that 10k and. Um, and I was like, shit, I'm actually really enjoying this. And in the meantime, while I was doing this bit of running, I found the absolute buzz I was getting out running and the, the, the positive impact it was having on my mental health, you know, absolutely beautiful. And I forgot, I forgot why I wrote the Gaussist in the first place. And the, first, and the main reason being, I was in a low place and I was suffering, you know, and uh, I read this Gaussist and started focusing on it and it was great, you know, and really getting into the exercise I'm just changing my lifestyle and my thought process uh completely i suppose transform my life and then um, yeah so then you build up to the 15 kilometer and plan for the half marathon and i done that and i smashed that so then i am at the goal of like, i'm gonna aim for a full marathon and uh, i want to do it from bright to house because i love that coast and only on the 29th of july because it was my dad's anniversary and he was, would have been in a wheelchair and yeah just to run, to be able to run that you know, and have a bit of it, kind of make it a bit more uh, I don't know, sentimental, I don't know, it was just a buzz, a little aim, a little target to have which is good and um, yeah aimed towards that and uh, just kept running, I kept running, I kept running built up to it and I turned the marathon and I smashed it uh, and then my goals list this, this month would be to do a cycle and uh, I just start building up every week and uh, so my September goals list was the camp and also they do a big cycle so sitting in this week or like I knew the weather was going to turn and obviously with the evenings getting darker um, you know, and college, I'd be a bit limited in terms of what I can do and where I can go, and so I was like, feck it, I'll just go and do my camping trip. So I've done it, I went down to Mayo, down to Ackle, and then um, oh, it was it was oh, it was unreal. So we started off, Um, first day I went to September 10th. And stormed over absolute red. There was a red weather warning, gale force winds on Ackle Island. And it seems only affect Ackle Island a lot of places. Um, but only on Ackle Island as soon as you're on Ackle island, these winds were ferocious. And uh, so, couldn't camp that night. So, I ended up staying in Kilchima and uh, making a plan to cycle from Kilchima to Ackle Island, uh, which was 150 kilometers. And um, so, I've done this. And what I mean, like started late, I started at about 11 o'clock and also had a lot of shit in my back in camping gear and all and started the cycle, the cycle was grand a bit wind in my face when I got to the greenway but it was absolutely beautiful like I don't know, like, for me I just find when I stick my headphones in if I listen to a bit of music or just listen to a podcast I find exercise really enjoyable and therapeutic and I just don't see the time passing um I just get a buzz out of it, get great energy out of it, you know? And um yeah, so I was just buzzing along, Cycles so Grand and uh beautiful route along the roads uh, the Google Maps I didn't notice but they have a feature if you're a cyclist and will tend to bring you on roads that has less traffic on it just so it's safer so we ended up going down all these fucking back roads and roads that were just so dodged in terms of the surface it's literally cycling through mud but they were so like, peaceful and beautiful all you can see from miles and miles is fields and cows and greenery. It was just, it was just beautiful, like you know. Um. So cheers for that, Google. On the scene it grew, and um, but yeah, end up cycling through it from Kilchimot to Knock, to Castle Bear, to um, to Westport, and then from Westport, there's like a good Greenway. So the Greenway is it's an old railway line. Uh, that used to go from Westport all the way to Ackle Island for like supplies, food and water for the residents of Ackle Island and what they done, they transformed the railway line which is now redundant, they no longer needed it into like a a, a cycle path, so there's a beautiful cycle path, it's about 60 kilometres long from, or, or could be less from, uh, from, from Westport to Ackle Island, beautiful cycle and the scenery is incredible and you won't for me like you don't know it's a bit of a soil because this you just said oh looking at the views and everything you know it's just amazing such a great place. definitely recommend it and as long as like bike hiring companies where they they you can rent the bike off them in westport and you have the choice you can start in westport and cycle and they'll give you a lift back to, to westport with your bike or you can, they'll give you a lift to Ackle and you make your way back to Westport. They suggest you start in Ackle because you have the westerly winds blowing at your back. They give you a little push all the way back up to Westport. I didn't notice. I <laughs> was we cycling against the wind. Should probably cope with me. But um, it was still a beautiful cycle nonetheless. But anyway, doing the cycle, that's grand. It's getting late, it's getting dark. I get to Ackle. I get to Ackle about 7 o'clock and I'm on about 100. 125 kilometers at this stage and the uh, next thing we garmin watched uh, what i was using to track the distance and my time and uh, the uh, elevation and all that goes there so i'm no longer being tracked anymore so that was shit and then um it was getting really dark so that i was only jumping into the ditch every time a car was coming so i was like i need a set up camp so I end up cycling down a bit close enough to the sea to, to the only street lamp we could see just so we could set up the tent because this side is pitch black so I had to knock the 150 on the head and say right I need to grab the road get safe and find a nice little place to set up the tent so pull over, cycle in to Kiel Kiel Beach see, it's, okay, I always get to mix up, the further one is Keel and the closer one is Keem Bay um, when anyway, I came I was in Cale and set up the tent and and it was oh it was just amazing you know I was just sitting there like reading a book looking about the stairs, listening to the Atlantic Ocean hitting the waves and I was just thinking this is absolutely beautiful you know and to be able to do things with like that to just like to satisfy your soul and to satisfy your genuine needs now, you're, not your artificial needs and artificial needs I mean buying that lovely pair of runners or buying that nice Calvin Klein t-shirt or getting them likes on social media or whatever whatever uh, whatever artificial needs that we chase and seek are you know but if we find out we try and satisfy them genuine needs you know connecting with nature connecting like with exercise and mindfulness and creativity or doing what the genuinely lights of my soul on fire without consequences you know what i mean um and it was one of them moms of just profound feeling of gratitude that i'm sitting in the tent on aquel island looking up at the stars and, and, and with an extreme amount of peace in me head you know and just looking back to a few months ago, back in March, when I was like, I was really struggling with my mind, you know what I mean, and um, going shit, you know, this is like, you know, the, the bit of work that I've done on myself since then to say, Jesus, young, yeah, my life's completely transformed because I've taken action and I've utilised, I suppose, that bit of pain to say, right, this is the life we want, and I written goals list and I aims, so like, right, this is uh, are the steps I need to take to get where I want to be you know, and it was just one of them moments, I was like, shit, yeah, this is beautiful, you know, this is truly remarkable. And, uh, yeah, so I was able to take, take off the camping and Ackle, and the 150 didn't happen yet, but it will, and you know what, I don't give a shit about it either, because I'm just happy with myself for the effort, you know, and the point that my goals list was to motivate me and give, a bit of, give me a bit of aim, and something to aim towards, and, um i was just so delighted that it gave me that like, bit of motivation to get up and do it and cycle halfway around mayo see this be- the beautiful views and to get that that feeling of gratitude that i got when it's like yes yes this is it you know this is what it's all about you know and take that one off my list shortly so i will um but yeah cycling is a great second boss, <laughs> and uh, i didn't do it with any of the gear oh jesus and at the start, i I'm, like, oh, I'm not one of them full kit wankers, don't catch me in a pair of spandex. But Jesus, about by the end of the cycle, you know, I had a pair of Bershka runners on, which, because uh, I forgot me trying them runners, and uh, a pair of the shorts, and just the pleading jacket, fashionable jacket as well, and an underarm, a t-shirt. But um, the main thing was the saddle. Jesus, six hours on that saddle. Oof, it was tough man it was fucking tough I was fucking, tell you I was nearly having an awkward conversation with the saddle the next day saying uh, did, did, uh, did you wear a condom last <laughs> but yeah the saddle the fecking it was painful but um, it was still it was it, was, it was a it was a learning lesson that yeah if we do buy the kit and buy the fancy gear it will benefit me as well you know what I mean and from doing them long long cycles again makes a massive massive difference um but yeah i'm so i'm happy i kick Ackle off the goals this camping and my next little camping trip i'm thinking of doing dueling um and doing an old camping slash some form of exercise slash c-dip extravaganza um somehow but it's, it's great just to be able to jump on a train and get away isn't it be it on your own or be with someone you know, it's great just to have that freedom, and we, we really take that privilege for granted sometimes, you know. Um, and my thing was a few days before I went, was I was sitting on my hands going, ah, will I will know you won't do. You know a few college assignments <laughs> to do, uh. You know, and going back to college has been great. You know, a lot of fear about going back. You know, uh, whether this is really should or, you know. And I'm uh, going back to study something that I'm passionate about. You know, and hopefully get to work in the field of mental health and with addiction and, you know, it's something that I'm passionate about. I'm going to study the or other, other things because I have a like studied Sports conditioning and loved that, really loved that. But I just didn't like working in it. I didn't like working in the gym. And uh, then I studied, um, I studied uh, IT. Then after a few years of working in the gym, then I got a job in an office, and then went back into an IT course and was working in IT for a few years. Again, money was great, but I just felt that it was too, too sensitive for the office environment. You know, we wanted to be outdoors and. Or just the whole office, kind of politics and all, you know, um, I just wasn't built for it, you know, and, uh, yeah, you know, and that's when I decided to go travelling then, uh, back in January, and, um, yeah, and I'm guessing was, when I was travelling, I was meeting loads of people that were on kind of similar journeys, you know, people that would have set travelling because they were in a career that they didn't like, and they were at crossroads, and so it was a oh, cliche, I went to Asia to find myself, so I did go to Asia for myself. But what I also found was uh 7-Eleven toasties. I don't know if anyone ever tried these, but they're famous in Thailand. They're so good. There was actually one guy seen that a, a tattoo of a 7-Eleven toastie on his calf. Um but yeah, and anyway I met loads of people who would have came from like backgrounds of some form of I suppose disturbance that either with their job or they went through a breakup or they they gone through some sort of grief, lost someone that they loved, or uh, just some some sort of some sort of crossroad or cul de sac, and they just went travelling, you know, and it was one of them. I suppose it was one of them uh, examples of people kind of use that pain to motivate them and gone Use as a as a kind of a bit of a spark. to give them a uh, them a bit of incentive to go for looking for answers. To see where did, where did they belong. You know what I mean. And that's that's when pain and suffering can be, I suppose, a good thing. You know, a good a wake up call. You know, little alert. You know, like if you, like imagine, <clears throat> like imagine if you imagine if you have you're sitting down walking all day and your back's in pain you know that's a sign that your back needs a rest you know or if you're walking all day and your ankles are starting to ache or your knees are starting to ache that's a sign that you you know you're you're, that your legs need to rest you know you need to take a break sit down and relax you know what I mean it's the same with like your elbows if you're doing something and like and it's the same with that but like when when do we ever give our heads a rest and usually our heads, a way of alertness and needs a rest is by showing signs of anxiety or restlessness or if you feel irritable you know, that we, you know that's our brains way of saying here I need a rest, you know we're constantly thinking and muzzling in our heads and trying to figure stuff out and trying to find problems but like from a primal perspective why your brain does what it does you know your brain is a tool that is used to find problems and solve problems you know so your brain's just doing what it's programmed to do but we're constantly sitting in our heads we're just constantly finding and listening to problems and i suppose when we learn to kind of disconnect from our thinking which might be through meditation or mindfulness you know we're giving our brains a break you know we're sitting our arses down the same way we'd give our legs a break you know what i mean or uh, you know if we're giving our fucking backs a break if our backs are hurting us you know um, if your your fucking car needs a break you know just to be able to sit down and stop you know sometimes it's important to give give our old heads a break, you know, and just to be able to do that bit of meditation and do that bit of um, mindfulness or whatever it is, whatever your own form is. Sometimes I can struggle to meditate, you know, but I still always try and get in the position to meditate and pretend to do it. And as the old saying goes, fake it to make it, you know, and just focus on my breathing and um, other forms of meditation, the sea swimming, getting in the sea, if I'm gonna get in the sea, then I'm brought back into the present moment. I just feel the ocean around me. Um, the other thing I do is when I go for like mindful walks, is that I I genuinely try and seek observe everything around me as if we never seen it before. You know, like try even try this yourself. Next we you go for a walk. What color? Or all your neighbours' doors. Just walk up and just... Don't walk up to the front of that got with a fucking microphone glass and having to look what colour. I mean, like, you are just walking up the road and you're looking at your neighbours and looking at the street. What colour are the doors? What, what? Yo, yo. Sorry, my fucking phone decided to ring there. How dare people ring me when I'm in the middle of fucking making a podcast. You never hear from them any other time. but When you're in the middle of making a podcast, they decide to have your phone out of it? Um, but yeah what i was saying was the being intensely present like just being able to walk up the road and notice your surroundings you know like noticing the the colour of your neighbour's doors as you walk on the street, how many street lamps is there, you know, Um, how many lines is there in the road, Uh, what colour are the bushes, you know, Um, feel your feet hitting the ground every time you take a step, you know what I mean, are your runners comfortable, are your socks comfortable, are the jocks you're wearing are they comfortable, did you even decide to wear jocks today, you know, little things like that and the point of it is is to bring you back into the present moment you know just to bring you back into the present and awareness to have awareness of your surroundings you know and uh, it's another technique just to rest the mind to rest the brain and like i was saying when we're feeling fear and anxiety and restlessness and just feeling irritable and just do you ever get days where you're just really no patience and everything seems to be bothering you and your neighbor across the road is blinking too loud or you know the people in, in the shop aren't moving fast enough in the line you know a lot of times it's, it's us that's um that's suffering you know what i mean uh, if you meet people on this on uh, throughout your day and they're in they're quite rude or whatever or they just seem quite off a lot of times it's because they're suffering on the inside you know um and a lot of the time with that suffering Boils down with this, our brains just need a rest, you know. It's just a kind of a bit of a bit of a kind of warning like to say, Look, if I can worn out me, me head thinking constantly all day, or I'm in on my phone, checking the news every two seconds uh, to see what the latest crack is with the corona, or to see um, what's going on with the economy, or whatever. If I can check in every two seconds, you know what I mean, just looking for a uh, distraction for my heads, you know what I mean, and then. Um, when we can learn to rest and find stillness in our minds you know we don't need to seek that relief so so often you know whatever relief that we do seek be it on so using our phones or fucking buying crap on the internet or eating food or over training you know what whatever, whatever things we use as a as a form of relief you know and um, and yeah so we find our own little techniques that kind of help us to just get a bit of peace and harmony and tranquility. I love using all these words. The uh, whole—I heard someone say, you know, to use use words and thoughts that have high vibrations, high positive vibrations. And if you're like using words, that always have negative words in it, like hate or jealous or greed or shallow or this, you know all these kind of low-vibrating words. If you change your dialogue. Um, and to be more positive and everything you say, you generally feel better because you're putting higher vibrations out there. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm playing man? Um, anyway, back to back to the point. If we learn to rest our minds and a lot of the time anxiety, uh affecting, you know, impatience, irritability, you know, restlessness, is all side effects of an exhausted mind. A mind that is just constantly being used to think and worry and mull over things going on um, and to have a bit of, just give the mind a little rest you know, and the mindfulness, going for mindful walks maybe indulging in a bit of creativity whatever it is, um, maybe even having a rest by watching something on Netflix or playing a bit of guitar or, you know, playing the PlayStation you know, everyone has a different way of relaxing and utilizing the mental health, you know, like it's about finding your own formula like, and find what works for you. You know, for me, for me I find if, if my sleeping's right and my diet's right and the training's right, my thinking's right, you know, doing a bit of reading here and there, doing a bit of creativity, whatever it might be. Um just when I do all that stuff I feel better. You know, it's like a, it's like a matzo. You know, it's like two plus two plus two plus two equals eight. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, but when we start changing around the the sum, it's going to have a different answer, you know? So if we, if we, instead of going for a run, I'll we'll fucking uh, drink a liter of coffee. Or sorry, instead of meditating, I'll we'll drink a liter of coffee. And, uh, you know, instead of going for a run, I'll we'll read a fucking self-help book or whatever. You know, I'm just trying to say, if you have a formula if it's not broken, don't fix. It. And if you found something that works for you, deadly. You know, you will always. You know, I was into a podcast, um, the other day with Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman is a, he's a, a, one. I think he's one of the most successful bodybuilders in history. You know, and um, one of the, look, like he won Miss Olympia like seven or eight times consecutively, which is crazy. And but one of the things that he was asked in this interview was why did this like why on average i think it's when someone wins mr olympia on average they win it like five or six times consecutively you know and one of the questions he was asked was why do the same guys always win like i think since the 80s only four or five lads or six lads have won mr olympia you know between them and the question was how come the same how come when someone wins mr olympia they win it so often then after that and uh, his thing was because they found the formula, they figured out the formula between diet, between rest, between sleep, and between training, and possibly between a shitload of steroids. But, uh, you know, they found a the formula, a winning, winning formula, and if it's and they just stuck to that. And if it's not problem no fix. It. And you see it with, um with footballers as well you know what i mean and barcelona dominated everything They were dominating for a few years they're winning everything spain as well in the euros and the world cup there a few years ago they won everything liverpool in the 80s oh, we won't speak of that too loudly uh united as well won premier league and uh, several times in a row arsenal invincible seasons uh 4 or row6 the invincibles you know weren't touched and because they found a winning formula, you know, we had all the players going uh, going right as well. Um, You know, when when we find this winning formula, you know, stick to it, you know, and it's obviously, it's obviously working. So a lot of time, a lot of our journey and a lot of our destinies, it's just trying to find a formula that works for for us. And it could be with your diet, trying different diets to see what works for you best enhances your performance both mentally and physically you know whatever shit you're if you're putting ferry liquid into your petrol tank in your car you know it's not it's possible that it's going to affect an and break down and getting 50 you know and if i'm eating shit all the time it's possible i'm going to break down and work or break down and affect my relationship. you know what i mean so if i'm eating right and doing right and i'm going to be inevitably feeling right you know what i mean and if you do good you feel good you know so um, yeah, so for me, I find having a diet rich in omega 3 really helps me, really helps my head, uh, improves my like mental, intellectual ability, and uh, my physical performance. You know, I don't eat meat, I don't eat chicken or red meat, but I eat fish, I eat eggs, and I eat dairy. And that's not down to like moral beliefs or anything like that. Uh, to be honest, to my, my reason behind this, I'm saying I'm mad, but I, I think I know why I've benefited so much from this. Diet at, man at the moment, and since I've changed this diet, you know, I've done a marathon, I've cycled like 135 kilometer, um and I'm nearly up to my, my iron man goal. And I feel I've loads of energy, and it's my omega 3 diet, which is eating fish, eating eggs, eating dairy, eating nuts, and flaxseed, and whatever has loads of omega 3 in it. Sorry, and the reason I feel that this diet is so successful for me is because we all derive from. Vikings, right? So Vikings would have came from Scandinavia, Norway, right, it's, which is in Scandinavia and then up there, they would have at the time, what they would have had available to them would have only been like, you know, fish and natural foods, natural vegetables and shit so I reckon that because eating really a diet rich in fish and omega three is benefiting from me so much. is because from my Viking heritage, you know, and from eating like a Viking and what I, I eat like caveman too, you know. So when I look at the ingredients, I know you see like stabilizers or aspartame or sweeteners or you know and all this shit. Like I'm like, what, 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 what a trade doesn't aspartame. Uh, grow on, you know, or what? bleeding part of the world, or part of the ground does it uh, stabilise just growing? Do you know what I mean? What I'm trying to say is, if you if you can't pick it out of the ground, or pick it, or <laughs> I'm I'm say like, pick it out an animal, but if you can't, uh, you know, if if you don't know where it came from, or you don't know what it is. Like if you walk into the shop now and you see a tin of bleeding beans or something, and you look at the ingredients, and our tin it's said like kidney beans, chickpeas. And if the only ingredient is in chickpeas and say water you know if there's more shit in that it's like, why is there more shit in that you know like if you, even if you buy like the deli chicken you know the chicken in the packets is already cooked you're to a you throw it in your sandwich now if you want to look at the ingredients and that, i should only say chicken breast but if you look at it look it has a million different bleeding things in it you know what i mean it's like what is all this shit we're putting on our bodies you know what i mean and um, so that's what we're trying to eat look at caveman as well, and uh, on eat shit that would have been available to a caveman, five thousand, six thousand years ago, whenever the cavemen were rocking around, um, yeah. So when I eat good, I do feel good, and I find, do a bit of reading every night as well. Keeps the keeps the mind sharp, and regular sea lips. is healing the soul, healing the mind, and be Jesus heal everything on you, heal everything by. But um, yeah. So what else was I going to say today, but um, well, I hope everyone's having a lovely, lovely day and uh, yeah, remember don't think in inner thought process, you know what I mean and to have a bit of self-compassion and don't listen to that inner critic and don't listen to that inner perfection that we get, you know what I mean that you're good enough regardless and that's that's my mantra, you know, I really find my head taken off and telling me, oh, you're not good enough for this college course, you're not good enough for this job or you're not good enough for whatever and you feel that like inner critic starting to come on and criticise you know, just have your little positive mantra whatever it might be it might be cock and milish, or I oh, love skinny white, flat whites or whatever it is my one personally is I oh, am good enough regardless and I say that over and over in my head, you know what I mean? That I'm replacing that negative dialogue with a positive mantra, you know? And that's what we're saying about using words and sentences that are high vibrations, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, like attracts like, you know? So if you're in good vibes, attract good tribes. Um, so if you're in, like you're, you're, you're constantly putting out positivity, you're going to constantly get positivity back, you know? And um yeah, and the other side of that then is hoard people, hoard people, you know, when we're hoarding, we tend to whole people, and like attracts like again, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, bye, yeah, bye, but yeah, the weather's has been gorgeous this week as well, isn't it great? Just to be satisfied with simple things in life, isn't it? Just to get out and be present in the sun, be able to go for a swim, to, to appreciate nature, you know what I mean? And. Uh, to get a buzz out of simple things, you know, getting high on your own supply, You're getting high in the national supply. But, um, yeah, I hope everyone has a great day and give that a shot. Give that just intensely present, mindful walk a shot. You know, being at the walk of the road and Notice the trees and notice the fecking you know notice what colour the sky is the clouds in the sky, the birds on the trees around what type of birds are they you know what colour are they you know little things like that feel your feet and your runners etc and just being intensely present what's the benefit you know just being able to give your brain a bit of a break and a rest you know um it's great for that you know just doing little things like that you know but um I hope everyone has a lovely day <laughs> and I'm gonna go for a swim now and uh, I'll catch you on the next wave a few cool interviews lined up and uh, yeah I'm looking forward to releasing them uh, just a little bit of editing, editing editing but yeah thanks everyone for the feedback on the podcast uh, when I started first it was literally on my and just saying well if we can put out a positive message of things that helped me when I was struggling and still still help me and I can still struggle, so can the world and being alive is a never part of going through a bit of pain and suffering. It's just a normal part of being a human being. And the main thing is to realise that it's okay not to be okay and it will pass. No matter what it is, it will pass. Always passes. Um but yeah hope everyone has a beautiful day and I'll see you on the next wave. Goodbye. Don't forget the happy thoughts. All you need is happy thoughts. The past tense, past bedtime. Way back then when everything we read was real and everything we said run. Why did I kids being kids? Why did you stop? What did you do to your hair? Where did you go to end up right back here? When did you start to forget how to fly?